0: Hi, I'm Chantal. Hi, I'm Claudia. Hi,
1: I'm Asha. Hi, I'm Kenny.
2: Hi, I'm Liam.
3: <laughs>
0: Hi, I'm Alana. And we're, we're <laughs> to Okay, we're never gonna, that's never gonna be smooth. We're just gonna have to, we're gonna have to work on that one. So, hello, it is March 3rd of 2020, and this is our fourth episode, so yay for that. I'm surprised we made it this far. Mm-hmm. Um, yay for sticking with something, yeah, you know, that doesn't happen mm-hmm. often.
3: So no, for spontaneity, because today was a spontaneous. Yeah, episode. today
0: was a spontaneous day. We didn't. I did not know we were going to record, so we kind of came up with some of these topics on the fly. But they're pretty good topics. Um, I just want to open with. Uh, sorry. Okay, okay. We're gonna open with presidents, not the pres not the president, current president, but the presidential candidates that just dropped out from the Democratic race, namely. Pete Buttigieg, and Amy Klobuchar. So if anyone wants to... Sorry, I just stepped on something. Wants to get the ball rolling on that one. Liam wants to talk.
1: He wants to talk. He's in the back.
0: If Liam wants to talk, he should become... He should get closer to the mic. I'm just letting you know. Okay, so pretty much um, a few days ago, Pete Buttigieg dropped out from the Democratic um, presidential race. And then yesterday or last night, March 2nd, Amy Klobuchar also dropped out. And then when they both dropped out... They pledged their support to Joe Biden, which is very interesting. Alana's <laughs> making a face. Um, they did. Now they're both Biden supporters. But I mean, Pete Buttigieg was always saying that, you know, he's for, he's for the Democratic Party. And if he's not the best person, he wants to make sure he pledges his support to somebody else. So as soon as he dropped out, he said, go Biden.
1: So I kind of know. I don't know. How do you feel about that, guys?
0: Crickets. I mean, personally, Mm. he
1: was my favorite candidate, so I'm very upset.
0: I was kind of mad about that. Apparently, well, it's interesting because you were the demographic that he was not getting support from, Mm. black women, or Mm, just minorities in general. Apparently, he was not too popular. The people that he was the most popular with was older white people, which Mm. is very interesting interesting. considering he's the first openly gay candidate, so for that to be for him to be openly gay and then for his supporters to not be minorities it's just it's
1: it's interesting to me yeah i mean for me personally like what kind of sorry for me personally what kind of um like drawn me to him one was like i i mean just his views like okay let me just start off. I'm not that big into politics and things like that, so I'm not going to go into specifics about all these different things because I'm, I'm not really the best person to like yeah, get, get into that. But personally, I felt like he was a little more sensible than a lot of other candidates. <laughs> I felt like he had... Um, I mean, I liked his younger perspective because I liked that he wasn't old and <laughs> someone who, again, wouldn't have to face the consequences of the decision. Someone... Who wouldn't have to face the consequences of the decisions was again like some of these older people yeah but um yeah i was really sad i probably would have voted for him and now it's just yeah and yeah i think it's important to also say that there's no longer i mean this might have been this for a while but there's no longer anyone of color in the, as yeah. the candidates yeah. so. to, that
0: was who was the last was it um Kamala Harris. Was it Kamala Because I, I think we're Cory Booker, Booker dropped out
1: before. before did, yeah. So that's been a while, but still, it's just... we're,
0: we're it's coming. I feel like it's going to be down to two white men again. Yeah. It's going to... I mean... It's still Warren. I, I, mean, I, I, don't know, know, I really don't old, think it's going to be... Yeah. I really don't think yeah, Warren is going to, to get the nomination right, right now. Right yeah. now. Yeah. I don't think yeah, it's going to be... And Bloomberg, doing. I don't know why people... Wait, is still is I don't know blo- just, why Bloomberg is still running at this how does he point. Bloomberg have is like a negative person. Bloomberg, like cat I cat I, in, my, in my personal opinion, I do feel that Bloomberg is like very
4: similar to our current president. I agree. Uh, yeah. like, no, no, no. Because the fact that he's like, he's a billionaire and like he's rich and people are saying like, oh, he's like, he has money. He knows how to do business. That's it's, the same that's thing. That's the exact they Trump, thing. So. And
0: also all of these allegations and all of these uh, these agreements that he has with these ladies, mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't this sound familiar? Like why, we don't want to go through this again. He has more than, than our current president. Like like 54,
3: 64 cases against him. Um,
0: it? it was just, during just the uh, two democratic it? debate. I just really don't understand why people, you guys are saying that you want to get rid of Trump, but then don't put Trump back in office. And he he's kind of paying his way. Well, he is paying his way into America's heart. But he's no one really likes him. I, I don't know why he's spending so much ad money on this when he knows he's not going to get the nomination at this point. Because I don't really know anybody who's really saying, go Bloomberg. I really, do, you, do you know of anybody who's openly really saying,
1: I mean, I saw a bumper sticker on someone's car yesterday well, saying Bloomberg 2020, but a Bloomberg. Yeah. Because
3: he, because yeah. he has, has money. has done so much yeah. for New York. Right? And some of I can almost recite the Bloomberg ad from
2: memory, because, or at least the first five seconds before I skip it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I think a lot of people are supporting him, not because they actually like his policies or him, but realistically, he does have a very good chance against Donald Trump because... People similar. like, even though I prefer him, uh, Bernie, not Bloomberg, even <laughs> no. though I prefer someone like Sanders, he also is, it's a very unrealistic shot because although he has a very, like, young demographic and his ideas are really progressive, it's just, it's really hard to reach the dem- demographic that Trump yeah. specifically hits mm-hmm. with Sanders, whereas with Bloomberg, he base they basically own the same demographic. Exactly. And if... Four years of Trump hasn't turned them. Has turned them off Trump. Bloomberg is a really easy pill for them to swallow. Be like, oh, this guy's the next bet. You know, basically mm-hmm. just. I just don't I don't like that word. I don't
0: I don't wanna settle for a president just because we know he's gonna get votes. Like I'd rather have a president that I actually agree with I like them as a person. But I understand that, you know, that's unrealistic and you're not always gonna like everything about the candidate and sometimes it's
1: really just about who you think is going to win against the other candidate. Yeah, that's how I felt about Pete Buttigieg. I feel like he was the last candidate that I actually felt myself like I actually supported them and like his reasoning. Whereas now it's like I feel like I gotta pick between Two people that I don't... The
0: the lesser of two evils. Yeah,
1: the person that I don't really feel like I fully support, but like, okay, it's the sort of thing where you have to see, like, who's worse and who's, again, the best of the worst? This person? Okay, well, then I guess I have to vote for that, which is a shame because it shouldn't really be like that, but at the same time, it kind of is. And I also liked about Pete Buttigieg, um, the fact that he was, like, an openly gay man. I feel like that adds a lot more perspective and a lot more... I guess, open-mindedness than you would normally get. I kind of liked having that representation and having that, um, I guess, diversity of yeah. thought as opposed to, again, the same sort of demographic of having these older, white like, men, mm-hmm. um, you know, heteronorm- heteronormative sort of thing. Like, I would rather have a lot, little more diversity I in terms of
0: the agree. Also, I don't know. It's just... We had all of these. I just, it, I just remembered. We had, and who's also, I mean, I told you I'm not that informed, but who's, is there anybody who's going up against Trump for the, for the Republican nomination? Like wasn't there just one,
1: oh, I thought it was a woman. Oh, I, I don't know. Cause I was
4: looking on the New York Times the other day and it was like, it was showing like the candidates left and I can't, I think his name was like Wald or Welsh. I, mean, I don't I, remember I, exactly, but I know there's like one guy who's running against him, but I haven't heard like anything about him. I'm well guys if you live in
0: Maryland the Maryland primary is April 28th and it, it looks like it's Slim Pickens right now but you should still vote and I'm just going to let everybody know cuz apparently some people don't know this if you turn 18 before the general election in November you can vote in the primaries as long as you register and also Maryland has closed primaries which means if you want to vote for the Democratic nominee, you have to be a registered Democrat. And I know a lot of people are registered independents, especially in, in our age range. A lot of people are like, I'm independent, you know, I have more moderate views, so I'm going to register myself independent. But now you can't vote in the Democratic primary, so, you know, you're kind of in a, you're in a pickle now. So just letting you guys know that you should probably register to
1: vote. That's a, that's a good idea.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So. And definitely just go vote. Like your vote matters,
2: you know. Period. Period. Okay. <laughs> oh, and if you're a Republican, you can register as an independent. Don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Please yeah. do that. Um. Okay. So also, Wait,
3: guys, I have. A, I actually have a question. Sure. Do yeah. Questions. Yeah, we can do questions. Okay. So you know how with the the overall election, how electoral votes, like electoral yeah. votes, are like the main thing that create like who, like decide exactly. who the president is. What's the importance of like the popular vote then?
0: Hmm. That that's that's the thing. What is the importance of the popular vote? Let's discuss that. I mean, the Electoral College was kind of created to silence certain voices. Like you have the whole thing with the counties and then gerrymandering mm-hmm. and then just taking votes away. They did it so they can make the people who they want to have a voice have more of a voice, and for the people who have who they don't want to have a voice to kind of silence them. And I mean, at this point, the popular vote doesn't really have any significance except to show that when the popular vote, um, the pers- the winner of the popular vote doesn't win, it kind of shows the problems with the electoral college at that point. Like, I don't really think there's an actual practical reason for it at this point, other than just highlighting the problems with the electoral college.
2: Um, I I agree, but I also think that a popular vote is actually like I think the electoral college as a idea is not bad yeah. it's just implemented very poorly because yep. a popular vote would also be really like one-sided because there's certain states that are just like if you're a blue state and you're like california they pretty much just outweigh like yeah half of the other ones like it doesn't matter but also the electoral college is kind of broken anyways because i'm not 100% sure but i'm like 90% sure you actually like you're Electoral candidate for you, wherever, don't, doesn't actually have to vote the way that you're. Yeah. They, actually have they to don't, vote. they're
0: not, they're yeah. not bound to the vote. The, ele, the The members of the electoral college are not bound to the popular vote. Their state can say, hey, I want to vote for this person. And then you can say, well, actually, I don't want to do that. And I just don't think that's
2: yeah, fair. I think that's ridiculous.
0: That's like, kind of ridiculous, exactly. On
2: top of all the gerrymandering, and then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we'll just give money to this electoral candidate. Just whatever the state can do, what it wants, and then somehow,
3: yeah,
2: and you know, one blue state goes Republican, and that doesn't make any sense. It's just, to me so. ugh, it's just frustrating.
3: I guess it's something I need to research then, because there is some significance to it. That's why a lot of counties yeah. they they try to stop people from voting in a way where the jobs like, oh, they it's mandatory where you have to work on election day, or like, oh, we yeah, ta- yeah are, like are we gonna really talk hard? about?
0: We can talk about that because mm-hmm. that's so uh, the fact that we don't give people off on election day. What? there that people have they don't give there's election day is like we get off as students but you a lot of people will not give people you won't get work off and so you say well i need to support my family therefore and it's usually it's geared towards people that actually need to work every day in order to su- support their family so it's kind of geared towards the lower class and you're saying well guess what if you have to work that means you can't take the day off which means you can't vote that day which means your voice was silenced so i mean I mean, I, I think they knew what they were doing. I think they knew what they were doing when they did that, and I think that they should make it a holiday for everybody. Because in other, they do that in other countries. America's just America's very late to catch on Still to a lot of worries.
2: things. Um, there's actually like a really recent news story I think within the past couple of days about Texas closing. I think like hundred plus like voting sites. Really? So that it makes it like a lot harder for people in specific areas of Texas. That's beautiful. Which I love that. We kind of all know which areas of Texas. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, it's like really hard for them to vote now. Because especially without a day off,
0: exactly. a lot of
2: people will take maybe a couple hours off so they can go vote. But with the closing of sites like that, they either can can't do it because they don't have transportation. Or within the time slot that they've given themselves, they just can't, they can't do it. Because it's, the it's lines unfeasible. are going to be too long.
4: It's already a crazy day.
0: All right mm And I kind of want to talk about this because we talked about it in our last podcast um, and just build on the whole coronavirus thing because it's yeah, yeah. it's gr- we have six confirmed deaths in the United
1: States. Oh, it went to 6? It went to 6 yeah, no. this morning. Oh, <laughs> I think. And the thing is, it's,
3: it's probably going to rise a lot higher because of the pricing of the test. Oh, yeah, exactly. The test, it's the one person who did pay for it. It was about $3,000 yeah. or more. Yeah, oh my god. And then without insurance, it's probably going to be a lot more. But the thing is, the um, the WHO test, the WHO, the World Health or or- World Organization, test, yeah, um, their test is only actually $17. But they... They don't give. Yeah, they didn't want to release that test. They don't want to use that one in the States. They want to use a different test that costs a lot more money.
0: And I understand that they're saying, you know, there's still more people that die from the flu every year. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, for the flu, you can get the flu vaccines. You get the... It's very this is a new thing and it's a thing that we don't know a lot about it. So if it continues to spread and we still don't have like a vaccination for it, like that's, it's not a good thing. And I, I got scared actually, because they said they were two right. I, I was in Florida this weekend. I was in Miami. And as soon as I left Miami, they said there were two confirmed cases in Florida. And I said, I was at the, I was at the airport. And so airports is where these things yeah, happen. Primarily. So I got really scared but I mean, at this point, whoever has it has it because it's probably in communities at this point. In New York, they have it. In Seattle, in it's, Seattle it's because close.
3: the old guy who had it was in an, I think, in an elderly home. Exactly. So very and useless. then every
1: oh. yeah. But oh.
2: mm. well, it's yeah. also um, a lot of other countries who are like such as uh, Italy, who went yeah. from like a level zero, who are, like one new couple mm-hmm. cases to like level three quarantine everything,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, are banning large gatherings. And, um, there's actually talk, not, not any, like, specific talk, but of, um, well, there's a lot of UMD students coming back from overseas or, like, abroad. Study abroad. (laughs) Like, my, my brother's in Spain right now and he's probably gonna have to come home in the next couple weeks as opposed for the whole semester. Yeah. But it's entirely possible that if it spreads, like, I think the CDC was talking about it, like, it's entirely possible that if it spreads enough that the U.S., there'll be, like, gathering...
0: Like restrictions. Yeah. yeah so,
2: like, we'll have. They've already you know, it could like it can affect our graduation. Like, we might. It, if it they if they it might, spreads out genuinely, yeah, because ex- if
0: our it because at this point, they, these things spread quickly. Once one person gets something mm-hmm. and you don't know, that's the thing. Like, symptoms don't start showing, so you don't know that you have it, and you're going and you're talking that's to too people, too you're sneezing, you're sharing drinks. Like, someone sneezes, and you're like, oh, they just have the flu. But, I mean, I don't want to get paranoid and I don't want to get scared about it, but. And also, President Trump was just like, yeah, we have it. it, We I'm handling it, we have it all under control, but that's, mm, sorry, that just doesn't cut it for me, my bad. I just, I,
3: I, I there, there's, he should actually be addressing it more of a, you can't just issue. say, I,
0: everything's under control, you need to I'm give good. me a step-by-step plan on how this is going to, be. and then they just cut a bunch of funding for, mm-hmm. it's just, uh, okay sorry i'm just i'm gonna get off track because it's just gonna
1: frustrate me so much 2020 what a great year what a year What i'm a frustrated year. i'm like i'm just trying to graduate go to college I'm exactly the exact year i'm supposed to graduate all these different you know major everything events is just things are everything's happening everything's
0: messing up everything's
1: well here's the thing i don't want to
0: i don't want to have this negative outlook mm-hmm. i don't want to go into this year like this year's kind. Of, well actually it's march <gasps> i was thinking this year just started it's but it's school. already march mm-hmm. it's been two months
1: since yeah. this year oh, started
3: it's also we had, um, what, World War Three. World War Three. <laughs> then we
1: had the virus. We're trying to figure <laughs> out what's happening in March. obi All this stuff. Oh goodness. <sighs>
2: well, speaking of college, because a lot of us are seniors. It's oh also yeah. Mm-hmm. Entirely possible, because I think my UMD was kind of talking about it. Stuff that is non-essential, like colleges, mm-hmm. like college dorming, is actually going to be something that is very quickly to be kind of shut down. Really? Yeah, no, it's very... Especially like you said there in Florida because you're going to college there. It's possible that until they set up... um, Yeah, because you... Like safety things in the dorms for safety to stop spread of disease that they might not have kids come to... Like you might be taking online classes rather than being on dorms or...
0: Are they going to like shut... shut Because, I mean, that's the thing. Because once we start, it's... It's I don't know what it's called a slippery slope because once we start yeah. doing one thing it's like if we ban gatherings snowball. are we gonna are we it's gonna snowball they're like are we gonna cancel school are we gonna do all it's just like, it's
2: like I think, think it's non essential
0: gatherings so like they're necessary. also like trying to say non like they're not essential travel like if you're going yeah. on a trip with your family like we were planning on go- we're go- we're planning on going on a trip to uh some we're planning on going on a trip this summer. But they're saying like you, you probably shouldn't be doing non-essential um, international travel right now. So and I don't know, I'm just like a lot of exchange students, like I know they can't, I, I told you this they I said it in the last podcast, but I'm pretty sure they, they the the people in that school in Korea that we have an exchange program with they canceled their students but we weren't the ones who canceled on them they were the ones who canceled on us because
3: but also our it was students mutual. who were supposed to go to Korea this summer they've been canceled too yeah. and they can't go anymore so their trip is I, I don't know how their payment is going are you going i was i was yeah there's like a group of students that were supposed to be going yeah. but now that one person has already paid
1: ooh. and now he, i think he's going to get a refund yeah everyone's been he
2: paying
0: month by paid.
3: month too okay ooh
0: yeah. okay so this is not a good segue again, but we were talking about college earlier. All we were sorry. We were talking about college earlier, and we wanted to. I don't know if we have enough time to do a full episode on this, but we have we have enough time to do a little bit of a talk on it. Just college in general, <clears throat> the whole system. I don't. I mean, it's not that I don't like higher education, and I don't think it's necessary. But I think that people. Th- it's the st- Ooh, the stigma around. College and the stigma around people who choose to take other paths, like, oh, if I decide to take a gap year, people think that you're lazy. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't do college, finish your college in four years. You know, if you take some breaks in between, people are saying, oh, you're not committed to your education. Or if you even if you don't get a master's, people are, are
3: like... You, ever, you go to, like, community college.
0: My yes. mom
3: literally really said that I can't go to community college and that I have to go to university.
0: I just don't think that's... I don't... I personally know people in community college, and they're getting a very good education. So, for you to say that it's not it's it's not valid. I just don't like it's people like having titles. It's like the same mm-hmm. thing where people who, who want to go to an Ivy just to go to an Ivy. And sometimes you'd want to go to an Ivy because they have a good program, but some people really just want the stamp on their on their certificate saying that hey i went to this good school but that doesn't mean that the quality of education is better
3: because usually you still get the same degree too there's yeah. really no difference when you transfer into another university
0: exactly like yeah. if you you can do two years at community college and then transfer to yeah. a four-year university and you'll mm-hmm. get the exact same degree as the person who was there all four years and you'll pay less and so the first
3: two years for a lot of majors for a lot of like undecided majors yeah. is literally just gen ed courses exactly you're just taking math it's the same calculus it's Mm -hmm. the same math it's the same biology that you're going to take teachers at community college are actually licensed teachers whereas like um, teachers some professors in colleges are actually just researchers and they came to teach
0: Hmm. so i also i also the gap year thing I, i touched on that before but i don't a lot i don't know what the problem with people taking gap years is i just don't understand why people are against it like i, I mean physically don't understand it.
1: some of the reasoning that like i have heard because like i i mean i've suggested to my parents like you know maybe i take a gap year and there's mm-hmm. always been some sort of negative connotation with it mm-hmm. their reasoning for it for a lot of reasons is that or i guess just people who believe in this in general um some people believe that if you're going to take a gap year like you aren't really going to be doing anything like you're just I guess procrastinating like wasting time that you are just using gap year as an excuse to not really be doing anything with yeah. your life. Um some people are like with a gap year taking a gear off. It can be hard to get, get back, back in. into school, yeah. which yeah. I can I mean that's fair, but I also think that again, there are people who are doing a lot during a gap year. There are people who are getting a job, getting money, There's earning a, up yeah. money before they go into college, which is pretty smart. There There's a difference are, between taking a break and taking a gap because gap year
0: yeah there's a connotation that you have a plan like you have intent to go
1: to college you have
0: intent to further your education but you have a plan you're saying i want to work this year i want to travel this year i don't want to go i want to i don't want to go straight into four more years or Mm -hmm. then some of further education sometimes you know it's okay to take a break you don't have to take do four years of high school especially if you're in a stressful environment like we are like in the st Mm -hmm. program well i'm in the st program i don't want to like say everybody's in the ST program, but like me, this program is kind of stressful and then going straight into another four years of education is kind of scary and it's going to be expensive and maybe I want to travel and maybe I kind of just want to take a break and i i really don't see the problem with that as
1: especially if you have the intent to go back and get your education do you feel like if there was less of a stigma around taking a gap year that more people would do it definitely 100 percent. or like would any of you guys if you there wasn't such a stigma around it do you think you would really seriously consider like doing a gap year
4: well um i think you kind of have to know yourself like for me like I feel like I wouldn't be able to take a gap year because I need things to like be consistent. Like yeah. I feel like it would kind of throw mm-hmm. me off. This is for me personally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if you're a person where you know, like you kind of set your mind like, okay, I'm going to set a year aside and then I'm going to go to college and all that. And you know you're going to go through with that. I think you should definitely do it because mm-hmm. exactly. some people do need a breather. Like you said, like... Being an SC is very stressful. I'm not an ST, yeah. so I don't really know. But I see everyone. They're all stressed out. So if you, like, really think you need a breather, I feel like, go ahead. Take
1: your breath. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Like, for me, it's like, I, and also just, because you want to take a gap year doesn't mean, obviously, that you don't want to go to college or whatever. Like, for me, I've always wanted to go to a university, like, have that college experience. But, you know, sometimes I'm thinking, like, if I didn't have all these pressures from like school, from like parents, from like yeah. all these people who make college seem, like going to college right after high school seem like an expectation and just something that you need to do instead of something that you can again do like maybe after a year. I'm like, would I decide to do a gap year? Because I mean a lot of people take gap years to really even find out what they're passionate about mm-hmm. and find out what they want to do instead of going in undecided, which is fine as well. Yeah. Um, so of course if I were to take a gap year, I mean obviously I would always want to go to college, but I wish that I didn't feel so pressured and I wish that I had more of an option in that sort of way to make that decision for myself and not really feel pressured from all these other sources. Exactly. And the price of everything. Yeah.
0: (laughs) College is not free, college is very expensive and some people legitimately do not have the money to go to college. Like I don't, people talking about, Hey, you can't, you can't take a gap year or you can't not go to college. You guys are, you understand how stressful it is to pay back student loans. Like the people it's really hard and it's, it's going to put like a weight on your, on the rest of your life, having to pay this back. And sometimes Sometimes you're doing well enough in high school that you can go straight into the workforce or you can go to vocational school or you can get like a a certification in something instead of actually going to college. It, it's not always necessary to go straight. There are other options. There are other ways to get jobs. I just...
2: Um, I have a little bit of a different view on it. Okay. I don't think gap years or like going not to college are bad at all. Yeah. I just think that the idea of like a gap year... Is, I, th- I feel like it should mostly be reserved for someone who is working or doing something productive with that time. Mm, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like if you're taking a gap year, and I I know it's like, oh, you know, I, I want the time. I don't want to go straight to college. But, like, if you're going to, like, travel, I, I, I'm I probably going to judge you a little bit. Because, like, I, I feel like there, there are reasons to take a gap year. Building up money, um doing, like, internships for, for connections of skills before college. Like, there's, there's plenty of reasons... But I do think that, like, just taking a gap year, I mean, I guess, yeah, to, to reduce stress, but, like, taking a gap year just to take a gap year is...
0: Well, you saying, mm-hmm. okay, for me, personally, I see traveling as a form of education. You're enriching yourself internationally. You're going to different areas, you're going to different countries, and you're learning about those countries, and you're learning about different types of people. And I don't think that it's a conventional education, but I still... Do think that you're educating yourself in some way, and that you won't have m- as much time to do it? Or, I mean, maybe you could do it over the summer, but maybe once you get into college, you're going to have to start working over the summer. Yeah. And maybe your college doesn't have a study abroad program. So, if you want to have that time to study before you go into college, and then you go to a
1: job where you're not going to be able to take time off, it it kind of makes sense I mean, to do it then. Yeah. I mean, I would guess I kind of like I I have like I agree with both of you in mm-hmm. a sort of way where I think. I do think traveling is a form of education and I do think especially depending on what career that you want to go to mm-hmm. having that sort of experience where you experience other cultures and meet other people and have that having that experience I think is necessary for everyone like at some point in their mm-hmm. life but I guess you could also look at it in a sort of um like maybe from a financial standpoint where it's like Spending, I mean, depends on where you're going to travel, yeah. obviously, but spending possibly thousands of dollars to go travel somewhere before you go to college where you're going to have to spend a lot of money anyways. I mean, yeah. maybe, like, there's definitely some sort of thought that has to be put into it. I think if you are in some sort of program or something where it's not a lot of money for you to go travel somewhere and experience that experience, like, experience like that country, yeah. I think that that's probably better. I think if you're putting thousands of dollars into going to travel during your gap year, I would say that... I would hope that you are you have like a clear purpose, a clear yeah. plan. Like you are actually using that time to study, learn cultures, like actually you know, try to help your career in some sort of way. I do but agree to each his own, you know yeah. okay.
0: So it's like 10:15 and I have to give Mr. Hawk his keys back before the <laughs> class is over. So I think we're gonna wrap up. Um, this was a shorter episode just because we got here late and then we ended early. But, you know, short is not always bad. So it was concise. Okay, so we're going to end now. So thank you for listening. Um, I was going to say everyone wave, but there's nothing nothing to wave at. Can you hear
1: me waving? Yeah.
4: Wave,
1: <laughs> don't forget SMR. Yeah, SMR. to wash your hands. Don't, oh, yeah, oh, don't yeah, forget to
0: wa- y'all wash your hands and don't register to vote. Face. Those so are so my kids for sick. Like, I see vote. people come to school sick. I'm like, if you come just don't come to, like, if you're yeah. sick, don't come to school. It's, it's overrated. It. Go because
2: home. Like, take a, a mental, mental health, health day. Are,
3: take,
1: take several mental health days. Drop it.
2: Y'all need
0: to take, take your days off. It's not, it's not worth
1: it to come in for your, your quiz for math. you're alive.
0: You're infecting everybody else. If you don't feel safe.
1: Like it's hard, I mean, it's, like it's it's hard out here. It's hard out here, especially
0: yeah. with this virus. I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not, not down. just very Okay. Know, anyway. it's also
3: okay. hand sanitizer is antibacterial, not antivirus. So hand sanitizer isn't gonna cue. Wash all
0: your, your hands. Wash so your soap hands. and
2: water. Hand sanitizer feels 60 gross. 60. Go wash <laughs> yeah. your hands. Yeah, and it smells weird. It smells Sing like alcohol. You can get high off twice. I probably shouldn't tell everyone. You can get high off. Um
0: Okay. That's a yeah. good that's a good that's a good Also get some sleep. Okay. Yeah. Right. Drink what? water. Drink water. Stay hydrated. Thank you guys food. Um put your you. seatbelt on. Nice. Uh register to vote. Thank you. <laughs>